You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. Welcome back to Private Parts Unknown, a podcast that explores love and sexuality around the world. I'm Courtney Kosak. And I'm Sophia Alexandra. Hey, ooh, 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 ooh. It's a beep, sex bot takeover. Beep, boop, boop, boop. That's um, what the sex robot does when I fuck it. It just <laughs> makes beeping <laughs> sounds. It was programmed for moaning, but for some reason. The sex bots just came so hard. There's smoke coming out of its head. <laughs> God, we're way too stupid to be allowed to interview anyone about technology. <laughs> but luckily- no, you guys, we have an incredible episode. We are going to talk to one of the owners and a managing member of Emate Dolls, Chris Rakinia. And you guys are not going to believe this, but they have a sex bot also named Sophia. Yeah, I think you do believe it because I think you knew how much I was interested in that. (laughs) Well, I just feel like this episode was a gateway drug to Sophia and I becoming like our likeness becoming sex bots. I would love that. Wouldn't you love that? Yeah, I mean, I try to push our pussies on him. Because he was very cagey with where they got the prototypes for the pussies, the pussy prototypes. I know. The Tell pussy us types, the pussy if you will. want. <laughs> where are the pussy types from, sir? Also, we will volunteer our pussies as tribute if you need some more pussies. I know. And I really feel like he really didn't seem excited about that, that idea. Not excited enough, right? Not excited we enough. We might need to go into business for ourselves. But for now, for now <laughs> I think Emates really has um, the kind of market on these kind of sex dolls cornered. So, you know, I guess we'll battle in a future life, Chris. Well, what's cool about Emate Dolls is there's also a movie component to it. They have a movie 2050 that's out. You can actually watch it online. And it includes narratives with the sex bots, which is pretty interesting. Yeah, it is really interesting. I think we're going to, once the pandemic is over, I think we're going to travel to New Jersey and try to fuck us a robot. What do you think, Courtney? Oh, yes. You had me at New Jersey, sadly. (laughs) (laughs) You had me at leave. (laughs) I was like, I'll go anywhere. Yeah, no, totally. (laughs) (laughs) Tour the dumpster, I'm down. Let's go. Yeah, anywhere, (laughs) anywhere. But without further ado, you guys, here's Chris Rikinia of Emate Dolls. Rakinia of Emates, we are so excited to have you in the house for really our first official sex bot episode of Private Parts Unknown. How exciting is this, Sophia? Oh my God, this is so exciting. When I saw the press release about this, I was like, 
okay, I have so many questions <laughs> and I want to know everything about this. Chris better come on the pod. So this is perfect. Yeah, we're thrilled to have you here. So give us a little bit of the background of the company and how you got started. And I was really surprised to see that there was a military connection. I mean, it yeah. makes perfect sense, but I was like, oh, interesting. It's an interesting story, and it's kind of a kind of a story of two things kind of converging, right? So, the story of how we personally got involved, so myself and my business partners, we were involved in a film. You can't really tell the story of the of the dolls without telling the story of the film. We were involved in a film called Twenty Fifty, uh, and the film explores. It takes place, you know, hypothetically in the in the year Twenty Fifty, and explores in different different variations the relationship between people and these humanoid androids that are indistinguishable human beings and kind of explores people having relationships with them in, in various ways. So it goes into that world, right? After the film got released, we got contacted by what is now our business partner who had been in the industry for some time. That's where the military background comes from. He was Israeli military and on a number of missions, they encountered shipping containers filled with women who were being sex trafficked. And this is kind of what fueled the idea for him to get into the industry. His thought was if he could provide dolls you know to people maybe he could save one or two people from having to be sex trafficked and that that was his goal that was the where the military background comes from and then it kind of went from there and he, he contacted us we did our own research we had our own reasons to get involved but that's kind of the genesis of how the two things kind of came to be chris i have to ask you at that point had you had any prior like personal experience with sex bots or like real dolls or anything like that Honestly, no. Uh, I was familiar with them, obviously. Um, but at that point, once the opportunity kind of presented itself to us, I went ahead and did some research. Didn't realize how many options there were out there. I had obviously known about Real Doll. Everybody knows Real Doll, you know. But uh, there's a lot out there. You were like, whoa, this is the yeah. American girl of sex thoughts. This is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So there, there's a lot out there. I didn't realize like, you know, Vice had done a couple of pieces on it. There's a lot of, a lot of interviews, both, you know, in text and also video interviews of people who own these dolls and talk about them in, in ways you wouldn't expect. It's not just about, mm -hmm. you know, banging their dolls. Quite frankly, a lot of them develop connections to them. So I was very surprised to find out how big the world was, quite frankly. So it was new to me. What drew you to it? I've always, I've always hated how taboo everything sexual was in America. So I've always kind of been open to that. Uh, mm -hmm. And then after talking to um, the partner that we got involved with and, and kind of hearing his story, and then after having done the research and realized like, you know what, this is actually pretty interesting and it is a viable alternate option if, at the very least for somebody, or maybe it's just something, a kink that they get into, whatever it is. And I just, honestly, mm -hmm. I thought it was really cool. I just thought it would be a really cool project to be a part of. So that's kind of what drew me to it personally. Did you have any, though, on the real? I mean, mm -hmm. you, you maybe like <laughs> knew of it from like Lars and the Real Girl, or you know what I mean? Like these yeah. little cultural touchstones that we have. But like, was any part of you like, this is fucking weird? Yes. If I'm not going to lie, yeah, sure, of course. Um, I try not to, you know, I'm obviously not going to judge people who are into it. Um, right. But, but yeah, yeah. I mean, as I was watching. The videos, I saw a couple of videos talking to some of the owners of these dolls and they're sitting there talking about how they love her and, you know, she's that, you know, and yeah, I'm watching. I'm like, that's kind of fucking weird, but it worked for them. You know, they're not hurting anybody. It worked for them. Uh, I also found it interesting. Some of these people that own these dolls, some of them looked at it as, as kind of a long term solution, right? This was their this was their companion. This is this is mm -hmm. who they wanted to be with. But then other ones 
realized it was a short-term thing. Like they, they asked him a question, the, the interviewer asked them, you know, is this going to be who you're with forever? He's like, no, no, no. I want to meet a real person at some point. But right now, for whatever his reasons were, I don't recall. Uh, he's like, this works for me right now. I just thought it was interesting. I just thought it was really interesting to see kind of mentally where every, all the different places people were with these, these dolls. But yeah, I mean, there's a little bit of a weirdness. It seems also, I think, that people never talk about how actually great it is when someone recognizes that they don't want to be dating someone else that's a person and they don't have the time or the inclination to be a good partner or they are working on themselves. I mean, I think it's pretty noble to take yourself out of the dating pool and get a sex doll, especially, I mean, the guys that are saying that it's a temporary thing. It's like, I'd rather you have that doll for that temporary time in your life instead of just like hurting a real woman. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I say this as someone who doesn't necessarily have a romantic relationship with my vibrator, but we have a very active <laughs> You have an active sex, sex life. life. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, that's no no less quote unquote weird. I'm just curious how that has evolved through learning about more of these specific stories because the desire for that kind of human connection is, you know, really sweet. Yeah. So that's one of the things that, that kind of drew myself and, and, and my partners from the film into it. We started to do some research and there really are all these studies about mental health and mental health being connected to this physical, but also, you know, whatever connection you make of it. Um, there's a handful of reasons why an individual might not be like you were saying, maybe taking yourself out of the dating market, she just doesn't feel comfortable dating right now, dealing with their own stuff, whatever the case may be. Doesn't mean they shouldn't have those options available to them to get those benefits that have been mm-hmm. proven that are there, you know? So we market our dolls as companion dolls. I mean, obviously everybody knows they're anatomically correct. Yes, you can obviously <laughs> do many things, many things to them, of course. Uh, and, they, and, and they're pretty impressive, if I'm being honest with you. But yeah, you know, there, there's there's their, their companion aspect is kind of the way what we're focusing in on. So yeah, I mean, just kind of wanted to focus on that and thought that was kind of an important thing to be a part of. And again, going back to the taboo. So you mentioned the vibrator and, you know, women have been uh, using vibrators and dildos for who knows how long. And it's, and it's mm-hmm. been, that seems to have taken on a bit of a more socially acceptable thing over the past few right. years, right? That, which is cool, which is great. But if you talk to a guy about having, you know, a pocket pussy or something like that, it's like, oh, my God, what a weirdo. I have a joke about this. I know. <laughs> There's right? such a double standard. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, listen, if we can normalize this even a little bit for those who are interested, that's cool. That would be an awesome thing. If, if, if we only sell a, a few, but we make it a little more normal by attaching real life actresses who are in a film and you can be sitting there with, you know, if that makes it a little more normal, that's awesome. We'll, we'll take that. So I have to say it feels incredible to like fucking my vibrator is some yeah. of the best sex that I have. So have you had sex with Sophia or Quinn, the dolls? And what was that experience like? Right. right. By the way, just really excited. You named one of the dolls Sophia as a Sophia. <laughs> oh, totally. <laughs> of course. Of course. <laughs> It seems to be a popular name in uh, in the sex industry, just because now there's the the the, the, com- the comedian, yeah. right? The comedian, uh, Sophie, or the, you know, and then the, the yeah, there's it's it's a popular name there, so you got that going for you. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, what what kind of what what kind of person would I be to promote this product without having uh, sampled it? You got to try it. Yeah, exactly. And uh, 
I'll say it was, I was impressed. Uh, I'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into the nitty gritty. Whose pussies do you model the pussies of the dolls on? Fair enough. So we're painstakingly modeling the dolls after the two act, the two characters, I should say, in the film being portrayed by the actresses. So there were dimensions and photographs and all those things used to get the likeness right. And they're impressive. They look great. I was, to be honest, this is my first experience seeing one of one of these dolls in person. We were really impressed with the the, the detail and, and how close it was and all that stuff. As far as the actual sexual parts, I'll be completely honest with you. We did not, we did not take, uh, you know, photographs or anything like that of the actresses' parts. But thank God. Uh, we, no, no. We did, honestly, we did, we didn't feel I was right. Like, that's not what she signed up for. She's no. trying to be an actress. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was no. guessing it was going to be adult film stars yeah, that you yeah. modeled it on, but I didn't know, so I just thought I'd. Yeah. Ask. So that's the unique thing about kind of what we're doing is it's it's the first time, to our knowledge, that these are actual characters in a film being portrayed by actresses so in the, in the film there's there's two main female leads who play these androids if you will um and they're they're both extremely hot so when this opportunity presented itself we're like well all right this is an easy call it's it's the two women so um both both actresses are on board with having their likeness likeness replicated in in doll form if you will and mm -hmm. and we kind of went from there but no we didn't <laughs> We did not want to ask them to, uh, you know, take take a, a mold, if you will, of, of their uh, their vaginas. We, we figured we'd draw the Courtney line. Courtney and I have gotten our vaginas molded. Have you? How was that experience? If you need some <laughs> Courtney and Sophia actual based on a real ladies, hit we us do. up. We do. We have the plaster <laughs> molds if you want them. Uh, we went fantastic. to the Doc Johnson factory. But seriously, how did you source the pussies? Tell me. As I said, we 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 hooked up with a guy who's been in the industry for a while, and he had. I'll be honest. I don't know all, all of the R and D that went into creating uh, the the different pussy styles. There were different styles, by the way. Where there were different styles that he asked us to pick from. Was it like this is the roast beef? This is the turkey. This is <laughs> yeah, the... exactly. Also, I love that this guy has his like secret artistry about yeah. making female anatomy. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would be really hard if you love your work for someone to be like, "Ugh, not this one," and you're right. like, "But I worked on this one so hard. <laughs> the labia are so perfect. How dare you? Just you? don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So one thing I will say, I have shown, uh, so I, I was the fortunate beneficiary. We do have one of each of the of the dolls as a company, and I was the fortunate beneficiary to have them stored in my residence. So I have showed them to a few females, and they, they've been impressed by all the parts. Did you have a threesome? <laughs> At what point in the date do you introduce them to your sex robot, Chris? You know, it's, it, it depends on how it goes, how much we've had to drink. I usually kind of drop the conversation earlier on. I don't, I'm not, that's not something I wanted to be surprised as soon as we get in here. Oh, by the way. Totally. <laughs> yeah, but they've actually been intrigued by it. They wanted to see it. They wanted to touch it. You know, they, they finger in it and they're like, oh, wow, that feels good. I'm like, yeah, I know. It feels pretty good. Yeah, so. <laughs> who wouldn't? If you tell right. me about a sex robot at your house, you think I'm not going to try to finger it? That's ridiculous. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, what are we doing if you're not trying to finger the yeah. robot? I mean, come on. <laughs> I'm going I'm to cop a titty. You know, yes. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to part the butt cheeks. I need to know oh, what yeah. you're doing over there. <laughs> Yeah, the tits look great, by the way. They're fantastic. Oh, yeah, their bodies are banging. <laughs> yeah, so, but yeah. I have to ask yeah. what else, aside from 
being anatomically correct. Is there yeah. any other features that make yeah. it more human-like? Yeah, absolutely. So um, there's a few things. So there's two different versions of the doll you can buy. There's the standard edition, and then there's the premium edition. Both versions have a skeleton, if you will, that can actually heat up and, and heat the surface. So you can get that warmth that is also been attributed to some mental health uh, things and just feels good. So both have that. We also got the actresses to record some dialogue, some lines, mm. sexy and otherwise. Some are from the film. And there are trigger points on the doll where they can kind of touch that spot and, and make the character talk to them. Uh, so mm. both of those have that. So that's really cool. And then they're obviously poseable and bendable and all that stuff. And then the premium version has an artificial intelligence component to it. So the, the head portion has a lot of technology in it. And, and the eyes move and the mouth moves. And you can talk to it and ask it how it's doing and tell you the weather and all that good stuff. And it kind of learns as you, as you talk more to it. So, yeah, there's a little bit more to it than just a couple of holes you can you can put something in. <laughs> yeah, the AI is what I really wanted to ask you about because when I read that the doll learns how to converse yeah. with you better, can you tell me a little bit about that technology? Sure. I don't want to compare it to some of the other ones out there, but it's probably makes most sense to do so. So it, it would be something like an Alexa, something like a Siri, that that sort of mm -hmm. technology. Those things are incredibly advanced, if I'm being honest. It's not quite that advanced. You can't ask it what, you know, the capital of, of Zimbabwe is. It's not going to tell you that. Or actually, maybe it has. I never asked Well, you know what? Yeah. I don't know that either. So. <laughs> right. But no, you know, you can come in and, and ask it how it's doing, and it'll tell you, ask it how, how its day was, and, and you can kind of have the conversation there. And, and yeah, in time, she will learn to have a, a little more natural, if you will, a conversation with you. Did you load in some like real relationship shit? Like, did you do the dishes or like, come on, <laughs> put the toilet seat down. <laughs> That's going to be for uh, version 2.0. We'll add all of those for sure. <laughs> okay. Just want to keep it accurate. <laughs> I understand. You're absolutely right. <laughs> Is there an I am not in the mood function? <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, you just I guess <laughs> wait for the doll to say it. I think yeah, that's yeah, probably yeah, the most yeah. important thing, right? Yeah, that that's coming version two point oh two. A lot of things, right up there with. I just think it's funny when and then dot dot dot. I think that's going to be up there too. So <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, you got to build consent in to two point <laughs> <laughs> Sure, sure. <laughs> I wanted to know about like clothes and stuff. Mm -hmm. So do you guys sell stuff that goes with the doll, like the outfits that they wear in the movies? That's a great question. We've talked about that. It's not something we're offering right now. There's obviously a link to the film site. Again, you can't really talk about one without talking about the other. So there is a link to the film site on our website. And I don't know if we mentioned yet, it is uh, ematedolls.com. So E-M-A-T-E dolls.com. Uh, that links to the film. The film has some merch, but no um, proper. You got to go full American Girl. I'm telling you, you could make a mint. Those I people agree. really figured I it agree. out. I like it. I like it. I'll be honest with you. It's all new to us. None of us involved, except for the gentleman that we partnered with, who was kind of already in the industry. We're all new to this. We were all film guys. Mm -hmm. So this is all new to work. We're kind of figuring this all out. So I appreciate all of the input. I'm jotting them all down. I promise. Notes aplenty. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, that is definitely something we talked about as far as having, you know, the proper attire and all that stuff. So we're working on it. We're working on it. How much does one of them weigh? They are, I want to get this right, I believe they're about 80 pounds. Okay. Yeah. So they're not too heavy to, to tug around, but I mean, they've got weight to them. So it's not like, it doesn't feel like a, just this inanimate thing. Like it's pretty substantial. And if you mm -hmm. pose one, yes. like say if you put one in like doggy style, yeah, does she stay? 
She certainly does. Oh, wow. Okay. Like the good girl she is, she stays for sure. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. How am I not going to follow that up like that? (laughs) (laughs) You're based out of Jersey, right, Chris? That's correct. This makes all of the sense. (laughs) I fucking love Jersey. I was like, sex robots? They fucking better be out of Jersey or I'm not getting one. Hey, just because you're grown up doesn't mean you've outgrown bedtime stories. Whether you want a story to turn you on or wind you down for better sleep, Dipsy helps you get in touch with yourself for some extra sweet dreams. Mmm, I love that ghost dick. (laughs) Dipsy is an audio app full of short, sexy stories designed to turn you on. Each Dipsy story features characters that feel like real people and immersive scenarios, so you feel like you're right there. Find stories about an off-limits hookup with your professor, meow, or a costume party that takes things to the next level, or maybe a story where your partner tells you exactly what to do, or you try a new toy together. Yes, 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 yes. All that sounds amazing. And they release new stories every week, so there's always more to explore. No matter who you're into or what turns you on, there is something for everyone. Yeah, and it's really nice to keep finding new favorites. Plus, Dipsy also has wellness sessions that help you learn more about yourself and bedtime stories and soundscapes to help you relax before you drift off. And for listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering a 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com private. That's a 30-day free trial when you go to D-I-P- seastories.com slash private that's dipsystories.com slash private have you had people express an interest in or have you guys thought about making male or non-binary sex bots so I'll be honest with you. One of one of the things that really surprised us in kind of leading up to this, again, we were kind of dealing a lot with the with the fans of the film and just the the participants in watching the film, is how many women were like, "Yep, I want one." Where's the gut? You know, mm-hmm. I'll be honest. It, it shocked us again. We're new to it all, so it kind of surprised us all. So there is a male android, if you will, character in the film. So if, if and when we decide to listen, if if the demand is there, we're making dudes. With with big schlongs, okay. We'll test um, it out. I mean, yeah, obviously. Seriously, make sure that the first wave of the robots goes goes to us. All right. <laughs> if you need like market research, we've got it. We're happy um, to yeah. do it. We do, we do have a couple of um, some attractive men in the film who I'm sure would be more than welcome to lend them lend their likeness to a doll. Myself included. I've actually raised my hand very free. I'm like, hey, listen, if we need a doll, I'm good. I'm good. I would be flattered as well. Yeah, totally. I get it. Yeah. Have you considered making a doll where you can switch genitals and um, maybe boobs if you wanted? Whoa, Sophia. Can you transition your doll, your sex bot? Well, no, because why does it have to be just this is a man or a woman? It could just be a hot doll. And if you wanted to fuck with the genitalia, whatever way you could. Listen, I think I've got a great idea, Chris. The thing that we're doing that's a little bit different, like there's a lot of websites where you can do that. I, I you know, checked a oh, bunch really? out. Oh yeah, you can you can swap out different parts and all that stuff. Early on, anyway, these are these are our first two, right? We we really mm-hmm. just wanted to represent the characters in the film. 
Yeah, that makes sense. Right, and the characters in the film right now are female, uh, and then obviously if we do a male. But no, I don't think that's a bad idea, though. And I know that technology is there as far as like having a removable... Actually, it was one of the options we were asked when... <laughs> When we were when we were getting ours made, they were like, "Do you do you want the uh, the vagina to be removable?" We we're like, "What? Why would we want that?" <laughs> but that makes perfect sense. So yeah, that's definitely something we would consider going forward if the demand is there. You know, it's a pretty brilliant marketing strategy, I gotta say. Uh, so let's talk about the film for a second, sure. because in 2015, there's a monologue that this guy gives getting towards the end about he's falling for a machine and it's ruining his life and it's yep. making him feel conflicted about his wife. Mm -hmm. Is that something that you see? Like, are people going to have to negotiate poly relationships with their wives? I think in time, yes. I don't think the technology is there probably in our lifetime. I believe I'm a little older than the two of you, but probably in our lifetime. I don't know if that technology is going to get there, but who the hell knows? Maybe next year it'll come out. I think in time it could. You get, you know, couples that argue about men spending too much time with their car or women spending too much time with, you know, whatever. So, I mean, if now all of a sudden you've got something that you're A, able to have sex with and B, able to communicate with, I think it's safe to say that's going to pose a, a conversation or two in the relationship. <laughs> do you disagree? Do you agree? What do you think? Yeah, I mean, it also just speaks to how emotionally attached people can get to these right. dolls if you're, like, conflicted about if it's okay to be with your wife and this doll at the same... You know, yeah. that to me just speaks to the emotional attachment, which is yeah. kind of surprising. Yeah, that's one of the main themes throughout the film, and we were surprised, once again, to see some of the reaction from people. Uh, the producer, Princeton Holton, who's also a, a partner on the, um, on the doll project... He was the director of the film as well, and he didn't necessarily make the film for it to be a cautionary tale, if you will, but it was, mm. it, w it certainly wasn't meant to be this pro, you know, doll uh, story, or it wasn't meant to make people think like, yes, having this alternate uh, option is a, uh, is a good thing, but that does seem to be a lot of the, the feedback that we've gotten from the film. A lot of people, again, a lot of times female, are like, you know, no, this, this makes perfect sense. You know, it's, but you know, we've talked to a lot of single women who are like, I, I just want to, I just want somebody to be there. I'll, you know, I'll take out the garbage. I'll do this. I'll, I'll live my life. I just want that thing there for me. So yeah, I, I, we were really surprised to see what kind of positive conversations happened from people watching the film. It was a pleasant surprise. It was fun conversation to have. That's for sure. Chris, when did the dolls come out? So let's see, they came out, I think, well, I mean, really right now i mean th th this is brand new for us we've they've been in production for so two years ago valentine's day is when we had uh we had a screening for the film in new york city and, and you um, first fucked that doll <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> no that was actually when we had first decided to, that we were going to do this though right so okay. early research we, yeah yeah so we've been we've been uh yeah some, some solid research done i'm sure but yeah i mean we're, this is very recent that we're actually like the dollar done the site is done all this stuff is done so we're, we're really just kind of getting going uh as far as having the dolls available for purchase this is we're, we're kind of at the beginning of that how's the launch going it's going well you know the I, i've done i've had the opportunity to do a couple of podcasts with various different groups and, and it, it's a lot of fun you know just talking about it and and the the two actresses who play the characters in the film have incredible followings on the social medias and stuff so those followers have 
they're eager to get a little piece of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're fun. They're fun for sure. <laughs> so yeah, we're kind of, we're, we're at the forefront of it for sure. It seems like this is really good timing with um, the pandemic because a lot of people need touch right now and right. crave intimacy and someone to talk to. So it seems like these dolls coming out is actually really good timing when a lot of people could use them. Yeah, exactly. It kind of worked out that way. Like we had our own reasons for wanting to do the doll project as I spoke to, you know, just kind of that mental health and alternate option for one of the other things that the military partner that we had gotten into it. It was, you know, he, he knew a lot of widows who had lost their, their Aww. significant others in, in combat and that sort of thing, or they, or they were maimed and, and didn't feel comfortable or weren't physically uh, able to have these relationships. So that was another reason why he got involved with the dolls to provide them an alternate option. So these are all reasons that we went into. We thought those were important reasons, all of those reasons. And then, yeah. And then this came up and it's like, wow, wow, here's another one. Here's another reason why. And listen, we're well aware that this is not for everybody, of course. Right. But there's a, there's a small percent of the population out there um, and it's probably increasingly larger, right? There was just that MMA guy who, who just came out and said he married his sex doll. I don't yeah. know the guy's name, but that was so. I mean, it's becoming more socially acceptable. It's becoming less taboo, and it's becoming something that people, I guess, are considering more going forward. And and I'm sure the pandemic and and people not being able to you know have human contact is definitely kind of forwarded that pretty quickly. I would think. Yeah, I mean, anybody there shouldn't be stigma involved with anybody just to, like trying to seek a connection. Mm -hmm in a healthy way. So what's the future of E-Mate dolls? Like what are the specific advancements on the horizon and where do you see this going? That's a great question. We're kind of along for the ride, right? Sure, do we have our own ideas? Yes, there are some um, some really interesting apps out there that that are basically like, it's a it's a companion, right? So our, our big t keyword that we use in the, in the company is companion. We're, yes, mm -hmm. again, they're hot, you can fuck them, it's a good time. We're, we're, we're trying to push that we're trying to separate ourselves from the rest of the pack and, and, and we really are pushing the companion aspect of it. There's a couple of apps that you can download on your phone and you can essentially have a conversation with your significant other while you're at work, while you're at school throughout the course of the day. I think it would be interesting to either develop our own app or partner with one of those companies. So you could be communicating with your, with your doll, with mm -hmm. your, you know, whatever you would want to call your significant other while you're running your day. Right. And then when you come home, you can kind of pick up that conversation where it left off. I think that would be really cool and, and a really important uh, advancement going forward. Um, we obviously want more, more dolls, more, more models, more men and women. And, you know, anybody who wants to get, get their likeness out there for people to, uh, to enjoy. That's definitely something that we want to do going forward. And yeah, all the stuff that you talk about, removable parts, clothing, all that stuff. We're, we're kind of, it's, we're, we're very moldable right now, right? We're just trying to get it out there. We wanted to get it out there. And, and now we're like, okay, now what? Let's see what comes up because it's, it's so unknown to us. And I think it's just kind of evolving so quickly that we'll, we're just we're going to try and run with it as it comes up, quite frankly. Dope. Well, I love this. Have you gotten specific requests for like, um, I would like um, somebody that looks Asian. I would like someone that's black. I would like someone that's... Right. Do people request that kind of thing or is it still more about projecting the characters for us it really is about the the, the attachment to the film and and having the the characters you know it's your favorite actress it's your the character in the film that you love and and now you can have her and eventually him right there with you uh now have we had some questions 
about wanting, you know, all of the other options? Sure. Uh, and that is absolutely something we plan on delving into, of course, whether it be other film characters or, you know, obviously there's plenty of people on, you know, social media and, and other, you know, comedians. The ocean is vast, right, for people who might want to be involved in this. So those are definitely conversations that we'll have. Definitely products we want to provide to people. I mean, if people want it, then why wouldn't we do it, right? So, yeah, those are those are definitely questions that have been asked and will continue to be asked. And we will we will do our best to uh, to fill those needs for sure. Awesome. Love it. You got to come on the show as it progresses and keep us posted. That would be fantastic. So where can people, just one more time, if they're interested in, in checking out the dolls? By all means. So the doll site is called ematedolls.com, E-M-A-T-E dolls.com. We just lovingly refer to them as emates. And, you know, again, the connection to the film is just the, the 2050 film. So www.2050movie.com. And those are kind of joined at the hip, if you will. Love it. Thank you so much, Chris. This has been awesome. This has been a very good time. I appreciate both of you having me on the show. It's been a blast. And uh, hopefully you guys can meet them soon. Yeah, we'd love that. Oh, my God. We need to finger <laughs> one of these dolls. Stop. Absolutely. We <laughs> my first time fingering a woman. <laughs> right, absolutely. <laughs> one of the things that actually hurt us with the COVID stuff, we were actually planning on going to Comic-Cons and having booths at oh, the sex shit. expos and stuff like that. That was our plan. That would have been awesome. Oh, my yeah. God. You would have crushed. I know. So many so. dudes would have gone home from the convention <laughs> with like 80 pounds extra. Yeah. <laughs> like, shit, I didn't plan on this. <laughs> so we do want to get back to that once that all kind of reopens. But yeah, we'll, we'll make it out to the city near you for sure. <laughs> and then suddenly the second day of Comic-Con is empty because everyone's just in the hotel fucking their dogs. They're like, sorry, I fell in love with Quinn and Sophia. Yeah, it happens. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. My pleasure. Thank you for having me on. This is great. Oh my God, the future is wild. Are you ready for it? Yeah, I am. I think it's really cool that we live in this time. I know everything's changing. Listen, I like the idea of a giant sentient sex toy. That sounds pretty good to me. I might fall in love with a, gi <laughs> a giant <laughs> sex toy that seems like a human. That's totally possible. <laughs> it just makes me sad that we're ruining the planet just as we're like getting into sex robots. You know what I mean? Totally. Something seems off about that. <laughs> Maybe we can have the sex robots help us clean this place up. <laughs> <laughs> like a twofer. <laughs> well, yeah, I feel like they're going to take over and we're going to be their sex pets eventually, but we're not there yet. Treat me kindly. <laughs> <laughs> Our dildo overlords, treat us kindly. <laughs> If you guys want a little bit more sex bot media, make sure you check out the movie 2050 and you can see Sophia in action. The robot Sophia. <laughs> I like that from now on it's going to have to be. We're going to have to clarify. Clarifying. If we're talking about robot <laughs> Sophia or human Sophia. Until you become the sex bot and then it'll be you'll be Sophia 2.0. How weird is that? You won't even be the original. 
The singularity is coming, man. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> All right, you guys. That was a real treat, but we have another treat coming at you because we have next week a couple in their 70s. They do ecstasy together, and it's actually super glue for their relationship. How cool is that? It's amazing. I mean, they're definitely couple goals. I want to be just like them when I – actually, I don't want to grow up. I just want to be like them now. <laughs> <laughs> Totally, but I mean, they make getting older look good. So stay tuned for that. Hey, Sophia, what's that bomb ass music? This music is by our bomb ass friend, Amy Rosh. You should check her out on Spotify. Her last name spelled R A A S C H. This episode was mixed by Mike Castaneda from Plastic Audio. We love you, my hike. Okay, pleasant. Yeah. You know. Honestly, we're getting better. I'd put it in the recycling, not the trash, you know? Sustainable singing. And now it's time for... Boop, 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 boop. The review of the week. Ooh, this is a good one from Baby Joe Pesci. Honored that Baby Joe Pesci listens to the podcast. Five stars, frankly hilarious. Have really enjoyed listening so far. Lots of laugh out loud moments. The episode format feels like sitting in a super interesting conversation with some chill friends. Courtney and Sophia do a great job keeping things entertaining with clever humor and observations mixed with intensely thought provoking discussions. You're intensely thought provoking. That's us, baby. Intensely thought provoking. <laughs> I love it. I'll take it. Thank you, baby Joe Pesci. Yeah, tell your dad about us. <laughs> totally. <laughs> and if you guys want to follow the show and keep the conversation going after the podcast, make sure you follow us at Private Parts Unknown on Instagram and at Private Parts Un on Twitter. Your girl Cokes is over at Courtney Kosak, K-O-C-A-K, on all the social meds. Sophia, are you on social media? I am. You can find me at the Sophia, S-O-F-I-Y-A, on Twitter and Instagram. We'll check you guys next time. Bye. Bye.